verse 2 and 6 and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And verse 6, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So we've been going through, those of you who worship with us regularly, we've been going through these four weeks of Advent, exploring the good news of Christmas. And uh, if you're one of the younger people, you've been up here helping us spell the words of the good news. And you can see those words. That's for the benefit of the rest of you who can read. You can see the words of the good news of Christmas. They are hope and faith. I heard it. Faith and joy. That's right. Hope, faith, and joy. And we are now in the fourth week of Advent, but Christmas is almost here. Christmas is right around the corner. It feels like Christmas is here today. And so already our fourth candle is lit. And tonight we're going to hear some more of the good news of Christmas. Because we still wait, right? We still wait for the good news. Um, I could tell by some of the, the energy of some of the kids coming in today that they are ready for Christmas. Tomorrow morning or even tonight, bring it on, Christmas come, right? We want good news. Uh, we don't want bad news. Paul and I found out this week that the IRS does not deliver bad news the week of Christmas. We are waiting for a report on an audit that we submitted and we'd like to know. And they specifically said we don't send out any notifications the week before Christmas, because no one wants to hear from us. It's like, but we want to know. So no one wants bad news, right? So we're waiting for the good news. And tonight, we linger through these songs, listening for it. And maybe that's true for you, too. Maybe you came here weary and ready for some good news. The people of Israel in this passage, they need some good news, right? The chapters before this, Isaiah is speaking to a very dark and grim situation. He paints a grim picture of their affliction, oppression, suffering in distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And here, historically, Isaiah is looking at and talking to the people of Judah and Israel before that and being in exile. But we can connect with that in our time as well, living in darkness and fearful gloom. We are aware of that sin and evil as we enter into Christmas 2023. We know it because we're aware of the wars going on in our world between Israel and Palestine, the war in Ukraine. And as these neighbors of ours prepare for a dark, cold winter, we're aware of that sin and evil and gloom. We're aware of it in our own communities, 
Uh, when you hear the bells, I don't know, kids, if you heard the bells when you were walking into Target with your parents and you hear somebody ringing a bell asking for donations to Salvation Army, we were reminded that there are hungry and homeless in our own communities. And we know that pain in our own communities as well. Family or friends that are suffering with cancer or other, I mean, I'm just thinking of our own stories grief, that gloom can get real close to our own hearts. And we feel it in our own sinful self, right? This is not a very cheerful Christmas message. And maybe that's the point, right? Because Isaiah says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned, and that is for us too. We need someone to deliver us from all the violence and unhappiness that infects the world. Isaiah goes on to describe, and I skipped those verses where he's describing this change that's coming, but then he says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And this is no ordinary child. This is, the government will be upon his shoulders. This is going to be a prince or a king this is a king. This is no ordinary child. And what do we know about this king? Isaiah gives a few descriptions, but I want to look at two of them. The wonderful counselor and the prince of peace. Or wisdom and strength. That's the hope that we need right now. Wisdom and strength. This king, this Messiah, wonderful counselor, Isaiah later describes as wonderful in counsel and magnificent in wisdom. Now, biblical wisdom isn't like what your kids might be learning in school, math facts or algebra expressions, right? Biblical wisdom is figuring out how the world works and how we live in it, right? How God has made the world to be and how we might get along in this world. This is what biblical wisdom is. And we, as uh, God's people, can... Um, i lost my place here... <laughs> This is the wisdom that discerns the ways that God has set up the world and how we get along in it. And with the spirit of the king, this wonderful counselor in our hearts, we have a chance to tap into, to take God's wise and wonderful counsel. But it's hard to follow that when we're in the dark. And so we need this prince of peace. And this isn't a sweet, gentle, passive entry of the prince. The words that Isaiah is using are like a warrior going out to establish shalom by doing battle with anything that gets in the way of shalom. When we sing Silent Night, which we'll do tonight, when we sing Silent Night, we think of a, a sweetness. But in that second verse, the shepherds quake at the sight. And we hear it in other Christmas carols as well. This is peace ready to do battle with darkness and evil, to break the bonds of time and space. This shalom, which is the Hebrew word that Isaiah is using here, is much more than the absence of conflict. This is peace that is full human flourishing, wonder and wholeness and delight to our hearts, to our relationships, to our communities, and to the world. We tap in to that strong shalom this Christmas. And the promise that this king is on the move 
establishing righteousness and justice. We don't always see it fully, right? Not yet. But we catch glimpses of it. And so the hope that we hold on to this Christmas, and always, is that we do serve and are known by a Savior who has wisdom and strength, who provides counsel and pursues shalom. So the passage ends with the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The zeal, which is like the jealous love of the Lord Almighty. And that's the good news of Christmas. That's some of the really good news of Christmas. God loves his people so much that he will accomplish this, that he has accomplished this. God loved the world so much that he gave his son as a little baby to come and be here among us. And he just sang, Emmanuel, God with us. He loves you and me so much that he would do this. This is the good news of Christmas. So when you realize anew that you are loved by this great God through this little child, you can find delight in his wonderful counsel and rest secure, knowing that he is establishing peace on earth. So as we unwrap this gift tonight in these lessons and carols, I want you to listen for that good news of love and peace. And may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus this Christmas. Amen. <laughs>